All right, welcome to Old School. Jay Huger, Ben Mangos, Brian Unger, the Undertaker, out of nowhere. Uh, okay, Brian, great to see you, brother. Great to see you. You too. Um, uh, Brian's uh, old school nickname from like a million years ago is, uh, that I gave him is the Undertaker. It, that's not an actual nickname of his. Uh, I just made that up. Uh, it's kind of, but it's kind of an ironic nickname, like Mank the Tank. Um, because Ben, definitely not a tank. And I like the idea of like, watch out the Undertaker's in the room. Brian's like the most pleasant guy you'll ever meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how you been, Brian? I've been uh, good, you know, it's been a, a dramatic year of, of change and transition. I, I, I left the, the state of California and I, I moved to um, the, the progressive Mecca called Georgia and I live outside Atlanta. And um, so it's been a, a lot of change and um, culturally and politically and um, otherwise, you know, in this day and age of remote working, nobody knows where anybody is, so it really doesn't matter, does it? What yeah. uh, can can we ask? What uh, what prompted the change? I mean, obviously, you were fleeing the insane the insane government regulation and high taxes that has driven everybody out of <laughs> California, which is now I don't know whether you know this, America's twenty third most populous state. Huge yeah. <laughs> it's a complicated, boring matrix, and I certainly want to like you know bore your 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 viewers, um, you guys. But I, I think you know it was for everyone who is earning a middle sort of middle income, middle what is considered what do we call it, um, middle earners, or yeah, uh, are are really just sort of in Los Angeles County. Uh, I mean, you really have to like be pulling down some serious cash to pay for your house. And we had a ranch and we had animals. And then as an actor too, kind of COVID just stalled everything for more than a year. And so it came to this sort of like realization, like, am I gonna catch up? Um, and, and to be perfectly honest, I was like, you know, I'm gonna just put my house up for sale and see what happens. And it just so happened to be like this perfect week where people were overbidding ridiculously for homes. And so I, I, the house sold in 20 hours and I kind of had to move. And um, then that, that, that brought up this question, where am I gonna move? And, and so I had to do this sort of like, um, you know, this assessment of states and who's better at that than me, really. Right, sure. And so <laughs> I, I chose uh, Georgia for for its mix of, I was, I really, the criteria was this, I was gonna move to a state that had two uh, left-leaning senators. That was my, my, my big political litmus. I didn't wanna move to a small city that was sort of progressive, but just swallowed up by a region that is completely red. So, so Austin, Austin was out right off the that's bat. That's right. I couldn't right. do it. Yeah, could. So uh, that makes sense. I did not find that story even uh, uh, a little boring. Uh, oh, you sure? Okay. I mean, yeah, well, no, of course it was. I can count on you guys. To it was Ryan. a little that's boring. Cool. Yes, a little yep. boring. Sure. No, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, that's the very thing that, like, all of. I mean, I've, I've, my wife and I have had that conversation so many times. Like, you know, we're redoing our house, and it's so expensive, 
And then afterwards, it's gonna be worth a good amount of money. But like only if we sell it, <laughs> right? I mean, otherwise we have to live in it until we die, right? Otherwise, yeah. yeah. And so it's a really hard, and we keep thinking, you know, I mean, we drove across the country here to Pennsylvania, and uh, thanks, Bob, not helpful. Um, and uh, the dog, Bob. Uh, and then we, you know, we drove through all these states, and some of them are like, oh, could live here, right? And you see all the, and where all of a sudden, just the stress would go away, right? Because it's not just even, it's not even if you're, like you said, like, can I ever catch up? Like, you also think, well, okay, I'm managing it now. But the slightest thing that goes wrong, and I will not be managing it at all. And there's this no savings, exactly there's no it. savings, there's no, there's no inheritance coming, there's no nothing. This is it. Yeah. Just what yeah, I made. I don't, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I mean, we were, we sort of burned through so much cash during COVID and um, it just became that. Like, are we going to just live this close to the edge and just kind of tread water here? Or are we going to try to sort of build something? And, you know, I don't think I've ever said this publicly and I don't think I ever said it to you guys, but I'm married and I'm married to a black man. And I've been married to a black man for a few years now. We got married during COVID. And that also affected where we wanted to live, what state we wanted to move to. And and it for the first time in our, our relationship, we had to kind of like talk about race in a way that that as a white kid from Ohio who who benefited from all of that privilege. I wasn't even like versed in the language to say like, where do you want to live where you feel less, you know, black? Or I mean, hated or ra you know what I mean? Like right. I couldn't or, even. Or, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant more black or yes, or black. black. Yeah, right. Where? Where? Can we move where you don't feel like when you walk into the Home Depot, like <laughs> people stare at you? No, that's not what I meant. I meant. So it became, it became, it became where, where can we go where you don't hear a metaphorical record scratching and then stopping when you walk into a place? Yeah, where, Ben actually oh has, a, where would that be? Ben actually has a story like that too from the yeah. Contessa days, which I will get to in a second, but hold on. Oh My God, I had no idea you were gay this entire time. That's completely wrong. Seriously, <laughs> swear to God, swear to God, I had no idea until that minute. Does everybody know that? Is that well, a well-known thing? I, you know, I, I, I didn't. The People Magazine never put me on the cover, but I just like I just never said any. I just never publicly. No one ever asked me. That's amazing. And so, but so I was like. And you never asked me, so I was kind of like, but I don't know, it just seemed relevant. I think this is the official, I'm coming out right here on in media <laughs> to you, Jank and Ben. But, 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 you, but are you though, like, is, this the, is this the first time you've ever mentioned it on air? Yeah. Wow. Oh That's my God, <laughs> I'm blown away <laughs> by that, okay. Does it, I, I, I see the Jenks blown away. I don't know that Brian feels like it's a blown away moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Hold on. Uh I back I don't back away from me being blown away at all. Not one inch. Okay. So <laughs> okay, so Brian, now that opens up a whole host of questions. Okay. Um, so do you like 
when someone is surprised that you're gay, like I just did, right? Um, yeah. Is that in any way offensive or is that normal? Is that what you expect, not what you expect? You see what I'm saying? Interesting question. Um, yeah, because like I dated women and was with women most of my more than I was with with Nick. So it became um, when somebody says that to me, I'm not really surprised. Like, oh, I didn't know. Um, and then I think what's <laughs> what's offensive, and it's not for any other reason other than it just not a reflection of me. But it's like when someone says like, oh, well, we. We have two share tickets for this weekend. Are you guys interested? And I'll be like, not really. Like we're we're going, you know, we're we're I'm in a, a horse reining competition this weekend, and I can't really go see share. <clears throat> so, but thank you. <laughs> I think it's that those assumptions <laughs> that that I, didn't, that, Mike, that I, just, I find. <laughs> I didn't even know what you were talking about when you said share tickets. I'm like, what are we sharing? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Apparently, I'm surprised okay, by everything today. The whole this Brian, uh, Barbara Streisand is at the garden dumbest, this weekend. Are you guys just, down? The, uh, this was <laughs> no. the dumbest last 48 seconds in the history of old school. <laughs> Jack was baffled, and I was like, you know, we have two share tickets, and I'm like, this doesn't sound like a real conversation. Because then you followed up with the, well, actually, we're in a horse reining contest. And I was like, wow, that was a wild card. I, did not think I that hope it doesn't so. change anything between the three of us. I want to keep it. I want <laughs> the funny thing is, like, since we. I'd, I'd be honest, I'd go to the share concert, just <laughs> FYI. Can't, yeah. do, you, do you still have those two? Because Ben and I will go. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think I don't, back I don't even talk yeah. to those people anymore. Yeah. We'll, we'll share the share tickets. Um, <laughs> okay, but Brian, uh, so for non-crazy people, I don't even know how it would it would change anything because apparently we never talked about your sexuality at all. So like, like you know what I'm saying? Since it, we never talked about it in the first place, I guess it's not going to change anything. <laughs> yeah, no, we we've never we've never really. I don't think we've ever gone there. We've never really, and we so rarely talk about our personal lives with each other. Anyway, when yeah. even when I was on uh, years ago with you guys, we would, it, you, you know, know so, we were always just. Brian, I had one conversation with someone, and I, I I would tell you who it was, but I can't recall. Where somebody asked me, "Are you gay?" And I said. The truth to me, which was I, I don't, I have no, I have no idea. It never occurred to me, right? Huh. Like, like Jake. And then, no, I'm just kidding. Right? But because that was <laughs> then, but you know, when somebody asks it, and it was not asked in a, yeah, you know, obviously it wasn't asked in a, in an any with any, it was like it was a curiosity question, right? And but it got to the point where, and I've had such a bad weekend gambling that it was so exciting when you were like, I have enough, and you said it so slowly, you were like. To a and I was like, oh, right. And then you were like, to a black, and I'm like, got better, right? And then I'm like, you know, black man. I'm like, oh, there it is. And I was like, I think I would have won. I should have bet that. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I, 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 I don't even have any sort of weird little artsy conceit about as an actor. I didn't want, you know, I want the character to speak. I don't want it to be about me. But I had this manager about three years, four or five years. It was more like four years ago, just like right before COVID. And um, there was this really 
there was a moment, an inflection point in Hollywood where suddenly straight actors were no longer allowed to audition for gay roles. They were no longer to primetime, Netflix, streaming or whatever. So my manager took it upon himself unilaterally to kind of tell the casting community that, oh yeah, Brian, you know, Brian's gay. And the casting community was kind of like, and these are casting directors that I've been reading for for now 30 years. We're like, oh, <laughs> no, he's not. Um, I, I know Brian, he's read for me many, many, many times and he, he's not. And he's, oh, no, 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 he is. And this was out, this was before um, my manager even discussed this with me, he just did it on his own. So I went in to read for something called, um, it, was, it was called Shrill. I think it was on either Showtime or HBO. And I went in to read for the part and it was playing the role of this gay boss. And you know, I read it a few times, and they liked me, and it was it was it was fine. Um, and then it, I felt weird because I was like, they kind of stared at me while I was reading it, and I was like, do you want him gayer or do you want him like straight? <laughs> this is the conversation. <laughs> do you want him to be really gay or do you want him to be how gay do you need this guy to be? Is he Sean Hayes gay or is he kind of like? Just sort of like, oh, I didn't know that guy was gay. And you're not allowed to say these things in castings now. You're not, they're not even allowed to say to you, like, oh no, he's over the top gay. Like he's super gay. Like, or or no, he's could, straight. Could, you would it, could it they just, say flam could they say other words for it? Could they say he's flamboyant? Oh no, it was um they used different um Mark Cherry. I read for Mark Cherry too, like a couple of few years ago. Uh, you know, the guy who did Desperate Housewives, yeah, he was doing Desperate something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did some CBS series called uh, Why Women Kill or something. But he <laughs> he said, uh, I read for, an, and suddenly I just found myself going out for all these gay roles. My manager just kept saying, and then I was like, why am I going out and reading for all these gay roles? What happened to all the straight roles that I was doing before? But suddenly there was this sort of massive political correctness sweeping across town where that was the only thing that I could go out for. Anyway, Mark Cherry said something like, I read and he goes, you know, I want you to think of him as, you you will know this Ben, British, old British actor, a bon vivant with a cigarette in his hand from, um, oh God, I'm gonna blow this. But basically, he wanted me to be this like. And I'm just like do you just want him gayer or what? Just say that. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, what? There was no, no one's allowed to say that. But anyway, the punchline, like, which isn't. We, go ahead. Sorry. The punchline is not a punchline at all. Which was the casting director in 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 that particular. I won't mention his name, but in that role for Shrill. He he wouldn't he wouldn't speak to me and he wouldn't shake my hand and he wouldn't he was so upset with me that I hadn't told him uh, before he's gay and so so and 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 it was sort of like this the vibe was how dare you come in here and act like you're straight all these years <laughs> so it's kind of like <laughs> I can't win. Has there been any pushback for, I don't know, not being out until you started being out at these casting auditions? You know, was there any meaningful pushback, or you know, I would hope just you know, humanity would take over and be like, well, this was your time. This is this is when you're doing it, so you get to do it whenever the hell you want to. 
I think, first of all, I did, I did not, there has been a, from my agent to my manager, they have pushed me into reading for gay roles, which I pushed back on and said, put me up for roles that are interesting, stop, stop doing this. Two, you don't know what, you know, if there's a slowdown, let's say, and you're not getting any castings, and we all read now and self tape and we do this stuff in our homes as you guys know, it's like we rarely see casting directors anymore. But if there's a slowdown, you don't know, you just don't know for sure. Um, but Taylor, you know, listen, Taylor Sheridan cast me as a surgeon on Yellowstone. Uh, I ride horses with Taylor, I know Taylor, I've known him for 10 years. And uh, it, you know, it's not like that came up, it's an issue at all. And, um, you know, um, it's it, 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 there's nothing discernible. There's nothing that you can you can measure or you hear or it, it's it's not even. But but it sometimes there's a vibe, and I I don't know. It sometimes it's maybe I'm just being paranoid. I don't know. Um, but I think it's a bad time for actors. Period. It's a yeah. bad time for the union. It's a bad time for Hollywood and work and. Um, you know, there are very few projects that come up week to week, as you guys know, Ben, particularly, you know, and it's like, um, so the roles that do come down the pike, you, you, you want to be considered for anything, regardless of their whatever, their sexuality. Yeah, so it, it seems like, so it's funny, because two things, one, I kicked- I'm glad up. we're talking, about, this was not what I expected to talk about, Cenk, at all. No, I just, uh, well, it's definitely not, not what I expected to talk about, because I didn't even know it. <laughs> okay, so. this, is actually, this, is, this is actually what I prepped for. So uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, so I, I kicked my uh, mother-in-law out of the room behind me, where she's watching, by the way, 1923, which is excellent, by the way. Uh, and uh, and you you of course saved Kevin Costner's life right on on Yellowstone right you hey hey, hey hey spoilers spoilers <laughs> um, and it was like season two um, and uh, uh, and then uh, but we were also my my daughter has fallen in love with uh, 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 Brooklyn Nine Nine and not after you know what is it it's ten o'clock here on the East Coast when we started so at like nine fifteen we're watching the last episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine that we're gonna watch tonight and there was this beautiful moment where the Diaz character um, comes out as bisexual right and and she tried to come out to her parents Danny Trejo plays her dad it's actually it was this really nice moment where he comes to terms with her bisexuality but game night was canceled and then they all Brooklyn Nine Nine is a really special show which I had no idea about and then they all turn up. The whole precinct turns up at, at a game night at her house, like, hey, you you still got family here and we're your family and we're gonna support you. And they all, and Andre Brower, he's gay. I mean, it's not, it's only relevant like one out of every 13 episodes, but but he, uh, and he just said to her, like, you know, listen, I'm proud of you. And anytime any person, um, the words were better, but like any person is true to who they are, the world becomes a more interesting place. And I cried, not, in this room an hour ago, like made my, I just, I'm, I'm an easy mark, but I was like, that's beautiful, right? And and I looked up and I thought, is Andre Brower gay? Is he allowed to play a gay captain in, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Is this what I probably thought was a rather foolish rule? Like, but you said there was an inflection point and I looked it up and the show started early. You know, I think the show went on the air pre-inflection point and he's been married to a you know woman for 32 years, so. Not gay, but the show beat the, but he probably couldn't play that role now. And he's so wonderful. 
in it. Yeah, so no, no, spectacular. I, I think the the and and I don't want to use any expletives because we're we're abiding by the rules here for the first hour or so. But I I did, yeah, I don't agree with the rule. I think the rule is ridiculous, and I I uh, you know there was just always some superstition or some some maybe this fear in the back of my mind that it was now I was no longer going to be able to read for certain roles. Um, and and so I've actually just stopped. I've just said no to a bunch of parts that are, uh, you know, just play this guest star as a gay guy. And I'm just like, is this all that's coming down the pike from you guys? Or is there, you know, is there other stuff? I, yeah. I don't have any aversion to it. I just- no, that um, would be a that would be a bummer to suddenly it would yeah, and, and yeah, put into a lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and I, and Sony. Look, I have a thousand things to say here, but uh, on this topic, um, so yeah, I look. We're all significantly left wing, right? All three of us, and um, but I, I I I'm starting to hate this identity politics. Not like neutral to it. Not like, hey, slightly positive. No, like I really, really can't stand it anymore. Like Stanley Tucci the other day, I forget in which context he said it, but he's like, can we play a role that is not our ethnicity? Yeah, it's called acting. That's the whole goddamn point, <laughs> right? And so I don't know that he said it as loudly as I did, but but I appreciated it. And so what are we all supposed to be typecast as just the thing that we were born? like? So, like, I just I find it absurd, and so and and Brian, in your case, so apparently a lot of people think you quote unquote act straight, right, in your real life, like as a as a person who's existing in the world, right, and but you're gay. So what does that mean? Like, do they like to your point about those auditions? Do they want you to act more gay? But what does that mean? You are gay. How can you be more? <laughs> like, and so all this is absurd. And I remember I, I dated this girl. We talked about it too many times, probably. But she's like, I don't get it. You're Muslim, but you don't have the the beard, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so I I've been there, brother. I haven't been Muslim enough. <laughs> but like, I, I, do you share yeah, my I mean, revulsion it, at that these days or no? I'm, I am, I share, I, share, not only do I share your revulsion for it, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm just so fed up with it. I, I really am. And, um, because it, in, in, you know, Hollywood is filled with so much hypocrisy. It is an advocacy, it's an advocacy town. It is a, 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 and 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 it, it, you know, it it does lean left, uh, if not you know, in mass. It is a, um, but it 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 abides by a business model in its day to day functioning. It is about money. It's about profit. It's about perceptions. It's about all of the things that contradict many of the values that a lot of people there purport to have. And so um, I feel like if a gay guy walks into a room and says, how gay do you need this guy to be? They should be able to say, "Oh, really gay. Like, yeah. if we're gonna do this, let's do it. But like, <laughs> yeah, but don't like, because there's this giant range of how people act when they're gay, right? 
So, so yeah. tell me what the role is. Tell me what the goddamn role is. Can we have a normal conversation yeah. here? Well, right. Don't don't force us to to come up with a euphemism that means you know search hard for. I think you might have been talking. I was going to about Clifton Webb, maybe from Laura, who had the cigarette and the little mustache and was quite gay, right? And lived with his, <laughs> lived with his mother until he was you know sixty years old and was you know you couldn't be out, but everybody knew Clifton Webb deal. Um, but yeah, like we don't. Why do we have to search for that reference and hope the person we're talking to gets that reference? Right. Yeah. See, I mean, see, or, or so I would say, like, is he Liberace gay? I mean, like, how right. gay is this? You know, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And That's people right. are, the room gets very uncomfortable. To Brian's yeah. point, but they're full of crap anyway, right? Like, so, like, I remember when I was briefly wrote a pilot, uh, I was on a pilot uh, for Comedy Central. And so, Brian, of course, worked at Comedy Central when he was at The Daily Show. Uh, and Ben was actually one of the uh, final uh, host candidates in that show. Uh, the show never got made, so it didn't wind up uh, being that wasn't important. It USA, wasn't it at USA, not at Comedy Central? Maybe it was because the guy who ran it yeah. used yeah, to be right. the head of Comedy Central. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, that's it was right. USA. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doug okay, Herzl. you're right. Good, Doug good Doug clarification. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and they they used code words, and that so that was right before we started Young Turks. So it was right around 2001, right? And so for Ben, they said, I don't know, he might be a little too New York intellectual. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, you mean Jewish, that right? Reads, <laughs> the, just for the record, I think they meant, I think they meant handsome. But go on. <laughs> and then for someone, for one of the black hosts that they were considering, they said, I'm not sure he plays well in the Midwest. Yeah. Okay. In other words, we're going white. Okay, we're going white with this role, and so and I think Ben used the word. I think that instead of saying gay, they'll probably say flamboyant, right? Flamboyant is a right. Um, yeah, right. Um, but you know, and so if you talk to if you talk to a black actor, they'll you know they'll make your ears bleed with these kinds of stories, which are and Nick, who is my husband, has been an actor his whole life. He was a child star in movies. And he would get things like, "Are you married to Webster?" I am. <laughs> I am married to the little kid. <laughs> I, I'm. <laughs> Sorry. How did you know? Hold on a second. Hey, come on up here and say hello to you. Um, jump up on my lap. Um, I. No, he he's he was in. Um, if you if you're familiar with the movie Scrooged, he played yeah. Tiny Tim. He's the little kid who said, "God bless us, everyone." Um, to and Bill Murray taught him how to ride a bike that, when he that was broke. was that Alfred Woodard's kid. Yes, that's correct. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, they would say things to him like, "You're too light skinned," or "You're not urban enough," or and I mean, and that is that is common among among. Um, people of color when they're auditioning, and that's the code that Hollywood uses um, to. Because I mean, let's face it, the casting process is just this big, giant, discriminatory process. You're you're to this, you're to that. Um, Ben's right. too Ben's too intellectual in East Coast, and, and I mean that as opposed to not being. He's he's not West Coast. 
Right. Yeah. He's also, I got news for you, not an intellectual, but <laughs> thank you guys. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So look, they went too far, and this is what happens all the time in life, in politics, etc. Right. So in the beginning, they have like Mickey Rooney playing an Asian character in the most stereotypical, awful way you could possibly <laughs> imagine, right? And John Wayne doing the same thing. Just it's just hideous. You look back at those things, you're like, oh no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. In fact, because my kids were going to go to in the last Indiana Jones movie, the latest one, we wound up watching Temple of Doom just like a couple of days ago. Oh my God! Do you guys remember Temple of Doom at all? I didn't. I hadn't remembered it. Oh my God! It's intensely racist. Okay, it's like it's <laughs> unbelievable. They're like, oh, now we're in India, and they're like eating monkey brains and snakes, <laughs> and oh my God! If I was Indian, I'd be furious with that movie. So, and that was like oh, that was uh, when I was growing up, and. I went to see that movie and I don't think it and I had Indian friends. I don't it didn't even occur to me that it was racist, right? So so we went from that, right? From like people in awful makeup with nothing but giant stereotypes to Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, which is already really bad, to now it's like, nope, if you want to be an actor, you know, we can't have you acting. <laughs> we need you to be exactly well, this. And so think, you know. Yeah, it's it, you know Brian touched on it because you know it's a it's a liberal facing town, right? It's a left facing town, but it's a but it's a conservative operating town, and I mean conservative. I mean conservative all the yeah, this is this they're in it for money, and they always have been, and and that has been has led to a ruthless bottom line. But it's also conservative the way people are conservative in their approach to life. It is such a careful, careful town. I mean, for all the stories of. Uh, of uh, you know these uh, of, of bold strokes and and giving a 26 year old filmmaker named Steven Spielberg a chance to direct Jaws and then letting him go over budget right and then he creates this masterpiece that changes our idea of what a summer movie can be you know most of the time they don't do things like that and they just as we see they sort of carefully repeat themselves and here they are just treading so carefully as to sort of miss the point of we shouldn't put people in blackface or mock ethnicities with non-ethnic actors. Shouldn't mock them at all, but specifically with non-ethnic actors playing those roles. But the notion that you know uh, that, that therefore that means no one can play anything, or 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 somehow Stanley Tucci can't be cast as a as a Jew or a gay person or any of the things that this brilliant actor is capable of playing seems silly. And it leads me to just, I wonder about this, and I literally mean wonder because one, I'm afraid of the reaction to what I'm about to say. But as a former journalist, I found this super curious. There was a piece, I'm pretty sure in the New York Times, I think it was an op-ed, I think written by another trans person about Elliot Page. And you know, I, I, I remain, no, I'm not even gonna say the stupid thing about being supportive of trans rights, although I suppose I just did. But the piece referred to, Elliot Page's journey, and and he has written about it in a memoir, right? That I think is apparently pretty good. But the references then were to all the beginning of his career and all these roles he played in all these other movies. And I just read the thing, and there was no the word Ellen is not in this piece at all. 
and as I don't know, as a journalist, and I might be wrong, and I'm I'm not, and I know that getting mad about this just puts me on the side of a lot of people I'm not interested in teaming up with, right? And I wasn't mad, but I was like, man, I, we're not allowed to say as Ellen Page played women in these movies, some of you know these seminal, some really important cultural movies, but you can't reference it. I guess. I mean, I guess it's only up to Elliot Page of when the name Ellen is invoked. And okay, I get it. I'll get around to that. I mean, I can get on board with that. But it does seem to me, it felt like missing the point again, sort of mm-hmm. in line of what we're talking about here that we're, that we're worrying about the wrong things because obviously that writer wouldn't have mentioned it in a, there would be no hostility toward it and complete respect for the place where Elliot Page is now. Uh, and that's great, and that's wonderful, and it's a, actually a really nice story. But the history happened, and it just seemed peculiar to me. Uh, but I guess that's just a point that I don't get, and you know, yeah. I'll learn to get. It. I'll learn to get it. I would react similarly as a journalist too, who started my career in journalism. I, um, I think it jinx said it. I think. You know, all of this has is going. All of this has gone too far, and um, there is so much policing that is happening in so much of our perception, our language, all of this. Um, that you know, what I hate as a consequence of things going too far is that it feeds into the conservative, and I would even say extreme right fascist tendency, it feeds the machine to to be more intolerant of these differences. And I, I, I wish things were more common sense and a little more pulled back and a little less so sensitive because it has an impact on the political process and the candidates that run and how they whip up this stuff. Yeah. And it bothers me. It it bothers me insofar as uh, you know. <clears throat> it's not helpful. Nobody, it's you know, not, it's not, not helpful. It's making this harder for us yeah. to yeah. move so, forward. I think that's our. I think we all sort yeah. of agree yeah. on that point. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I'll, I'll end it on this. I think I'll end it. Um, so uh, to again to use my perspective on it, just to to relate to it, uh, I found out through a friend that. Uh, a progressive ally, this was a number of years ago, uh, thought that I was not Muslim enough. Uh, and so I wasn't good enough lefty. Uh, and well, I was like- You're, def- you're definitely not Muslim enough. I yeah. Just, I don't, it's, yeah. He was right. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's a good reason for that because yeah. I'm an atheist. But okay. Uh, well, see, that's, so. that's, a, that's a bad Muslim. I don't know a lot about <laughs> it, but I know that's frowned upon. Yeah. Uh, but then it went further and they said, he's not brown enough. No. Well, oh, wow. okay. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that's not a left wing position to judge yeah. shades of a person's skin color and then say, okay, you are not like you're too close to white. This, this is like when people don't recognize that that's mental, we have a problem. Like we yeah, just, right. our side has a problem if you can't see that that's the craziest thing in the world. Now, I would, the ironic thing here is that. I'll say that for Ben's example is actually not a great one. And I'll tell you why, because the, sorry, Ben, um, <laughs> because 
trans people right now are so besieged. That's right, that's right. That's right. why I was hesitant to even bring yeah. it up. That's right, right. yeah. And so, so that's why, and, and as you know, I'm over the top on this and it gets me in tons of trouble, but are they too sensitive about it? Yeah, in that context that Ben said, I think so, right? But do I understand why they are? Yeah, I, I get it, right? And I and I'm hoping the pendulum comes back to a, a, a reasonable place. Like, so the example I would use is, wait, can are we? And I literally don't know this, and that's the problem with all of these artificial rules. Are we supposed to say Caitlyn Jenner won the decathlon? Like, are we not allowed to say that it was Bruce Jenner or like? And so maybe it was Caitlyn, like she always felt like it was Caitlyn. And so it was Caitlyn Jenner that won the decathlon, right? But but I don't know. And if you transgress, like now instead of, hey, where's your heart at? Are you thinking about it the right way? Are you a caring, decent human being? It becomes more of an etiquette thing. And I already despise etiquette. Does that make sense yeah, to you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it does. It totally does. And I mean, you're right that that I mean, you know, it's pretty, it is a somewhat powerful argument that maybe it was Caitlyn Jenner who won the decathlon, maybe it was Elliot Page and Juno, right? And that that the but but the notion that that those of us whose hearts are definitely in the right place and who didn't you know and and who refused to and I will neither of us want to say anything in any way that gets the the asses uh, to be like. Pulling a quote from this, like, oh, look, the, even the even the Young Turks are now on our side. Like, no, no, not not on your side at all in any way. Not on your side. Uh, on Elliot Page's side, on Caitlyn Jenner's side. Difficult as that actually is. Um, I don't know. You got. I'm going to a book burning uh, after this is over. So I don't know what you guys are doing. You know, I'm, I'm very close to the Florida border now. So. But but uh, but Brian, what color is the book you guys are burning? <laughs> And maybe that's what the, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's got words, it's got pages, it's it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, it's bad. Um, let me, uh, I, I like to say one thing before we move on. But first of all, Brian, how are you within striking distance of the city of Atlanta? I am, yeah. Well, you know, I'm there all the time. I, I oh, would cool. very much, I would very much uh, like to see you and Webster. For sure, <laughs> yeah. and um, he would love to see you too. Um, and he, uh, he's he's very busy at conventions and things like that. But um, <laughs> he's the thing is we had we had horses and chickens and dogs in LA County, and now we bought a farm out here, and it just kind of fit. And so really that was the draw was to how to so what's right. a nice good rural state that's close to a city that has two Democratic senators, and. Um, Georgia was it, and so far it's it's been they've been incredibly welcoming to us because we definitely upset the balance in Cherokee County. Um, well, let me also then Walker say, won, let me you know by seventy points. Let me say this too, because wow. uh, I mean we don't uh, we've socialized just a couple of times really in relation to stuff at, at TYT, but uh, I, I don't know I, I I like you very much, Brian, and I, I'm I'm a little. I don't think you plan. You obviously didn't plan this. You said you didn't plan it. But I did. It was yeah. touching, <laughs> I, I'm, but I'm a little touched that it happened. And it was just. I'll just say this: it, it, it was nice to be there here for it. Uh, hey, you know at, what? At, and at, and, and, and um, so I, I appreciate. It. And, and you know what? I um, I uh, it was, I was totally did not did not uh, plan on doing this, and I never really said it. But I, I I let me just return the favor by saying. I can't think of two guys I'd rather just say it to. <laughs> if I'm going to do it in a forum, 
I love this show so much and I have so much tremendous respect Jake, for, for the work that you guys have done over these decades and the organization. I will, you know, and I've never been at my best on the show for at honestly because I've been afraid sometimes to say something that would put some part of my work, career, job in jeopardy. When you're working for Discovery Channel or History Channel, those viewers, they don't care about your personal life. They, they're there as escapist television. And a lot of my stuff, I would think, I would overthink it. I think this, this content is being used in schools. I don't want to lead with that. I don't want that to be about me. So I, I want to be careful. So um, it, it feels like a good correction to come on and just share it with you guys and just tell you, yeah, this is where I am now. And um, so thank you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. And Ben, thank you for saying that. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I decided I like you better now. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the funny thing is, can I just say, I actually thought about it for a minute and I decided that I do. And then I thought, that's weird. Why do you like Brian better? You like Brian perfectly fine, right? And this is all while you guys were talking. Um, and then I realized why, because I feel like I know you a little bit better now. And so, and so it makes me, it helps me relate to you more, right? As a person, as a friend. And likewise, I am able to be uh, just to share more about me and and that it feels like I feel more of a, a full 360 degree like multi-dimensional person um, and not so you know careful um, and and just you know just as as that part is 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 a bit of a cliche, isn't it? You hear that frequently from people who, you know, can just just exhale a little bit and just be be yourself. Um, yeah, but it, you know, it, it's different for everyone. But it is you're right, Jenk. It is it does it tends to provide um, a more intimate experience with your friends and um, and you know, not to mention your family. So. Anyway, yeah, I've wasted all of this time talking no, about this crap, no. and I just want to say I'm sorry to everyone. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. super interesting. You're crazy. We're gonna talk about okay. Georgia, uh, and we're, uh, but I want to ask you about yeah. all the stuff you've been into, uh, and then we had theoretical topics too, but they, it's old school, so no one cares. Uh, nope. And uh, but I, I want to, you know, I just as you were saying that last thing, I did think. I remember when I came out as atheist. And how scary that was, because people knew me as a good, devout boy in the Turkish community. Mm -hmm. Like the immigrant parents really liked me because I had good grades and I was a good Muslim boy. I was a little bit more for that brief period when I had like got more into Islam for like a, a year or two, and all the parents were so excited, so excited. Like, okay, we got one that's that's you know doing the things he's supposed to do. And so when I had to go and tell all my parents' friends, yeah, no, I'm not Muslim anymore, I'm atheist. And you see their face like, because like now, like when you come out to people, I hope the reaction is not the old school one, like, oh no, right? But yeah, that was their reaction 100% because Turkish immigrant parents, they don't know they're supposed to hide anything, right? So they'll come in, they'll be like, oh, you have gained a lot of weight. No, you definitely look way too fat. And plus, <laughs> uh, you're uh, not Muslim anymore. Oh no, 
Right? <laughs> Another fat atheist. <laughs> you can't shake yeah. a stick around here without hitting a fat atheist. <laughs> okay. By the way, I gambled there. If you were actually married to Webster, wow, that would have been the faux pas know, to break all faux pas. There's a headline right there. there yeah, no. Okay, I know, anyways. I know. Okay, listen, brother, you live in a, you said a county that voted 70% for Trump? Yeah, I live in, um, I live in Cherokee County, which is the adjacent to Fulton and DeKalb. And it's the oddest thing because you literally step over a county line and it goes from you know voting 80% lockstep with democratic candidates you cross over into cherokee and it flips 80% voting for republican candidates so we voted for our first time here in cherokee county in georgia and nick and i were in line at a church mind you where the the polls were and um Everyone was very friendly, but I realized we were probably the only two people voting for Warnock. And we were probably the only two Democrats that were sort of in line. And it's just kind of so part of the landscape here. And and odd, from coming from LA, and I had lived in New York City before that, to see the big giants Trump signs in the the cornfields and driving on your way to Kroger or whatever to get some milk and you see Trump signs all over the place and you 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 realize wow I'm not I don't live I don't live on the coast anymore I live here and in a weird way we are the kind of tip of the spear here because it is not as um, progressive as the PR statements have made Georgia out to be. It's still very conservative. It's still much a very Bryant Kemp, Brian Kemp kind of state, an old sort of Reagan style republicanism here that's embedded in, in people. Um, um, it's, it's a very different kind of place, but it is not <clears throat> what I would consider um, a place of great liberal progressiveness where conversations are being had and 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 what I'm used to with you guys or otherwise in LA or New York. It's a very different different place. Yeah, that's you why know, I asked. I got to find out more about that. So, you already answered that they were you already said earlier that they were welcoming and all that. And I and I didn't want to ask yeah. about that anyway. Like that's a little interesting, but what what I think is more interesting is what does the culture Feel like you know you get a certain aura feeling when you're in a place, right? Yes. And so, like for us on the coast, and for those us who are on the left and progressive and all that stuff, there's this feeling of like they're the boogeymen, right? They're like these zombie MAGA guys. Oh, Trump can do no wrong, right? Oh, doctors are terrible, and and so wait till they find out you play a doctor in Yellowstone. But okay, but of course it's not actually like that. So how is it actually like? There are two things. The first thing that overrides everything is that the South has its own way of civility, everyday protocols, the just the quotidian routine stuff. It's all about the South has a way of keeping everything polite, um, just very polite. That is the predominant kind of vibe. 
where it's just a kind of very nice and very cordial. And then underneath that, there is one subset of that, which is pretty rednecky. And we've been we've had some contact with that. Our first encounter at a feed store buying hay, Nick was loading hay onto a cart. And a woman came up to me to ask me what kind of hay she should fill, feed a horse of hers who had some issues. Um, she said, uh, does your boy know here? Does he work for you? And, and Nick spun around and said, do I work for him? I'm married to him. And she, the teeth she did have in her head fell off, fell out, the last remaining ones. And she said, uh, um, she said, uh, speechless. She had never met two men who'd ever been married before. And then the only thing she could say was, um, well, at least you're both good looking and walked away. <laughs> and um, I laughed, I thought that was funny. Uh-huh. And you know, I said, she's talking about me, Nick. Uh, Nick was pretty wounded though for the rest of you know the next 48 hours about that. And uh, we have an understanding, which is the moment he says, I wanna move, uh, I'm, uh, I'll go. But that was the only time there was ever something really overt. But that's that that thing is a part of this place. Um, but it's it it is uh, something we haven't confronted frequently. There's a vibe. There's sometimes a vibe. Yeah, and and the reason I laugh, Brian, is because you know you say at least that you're both good looking. And it's a reflexive thing that conservatives do because I told the story already a couple of times because it's such an interesting story. But we shot a, a pilot here for TYT where we did a, a talk to a mixed family, half Republican, half Democrat. And one of the, the matriarch of the family, who's a nice person, and I want to talk to you more about like the nice side of it as well. But I told her the same thing I just told you guys like, hey, I used to be a Muslim, but now I'm atheist. And she said, well, at least you're not a Muslim anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And she meant it, she meant it like in a, she thought she was being nice. Okay, tyt.com slash join to get the second episode. And for the members, (laughs) we'll be back in one moment.